Welcome to Making Sense of the Badness, where we question the mainstream narrative and expose media propaganda. I'm your host, Sean Morgan, and we're going to have a great show for you today. We're going to have the great Clay Clark from the Reawaken America Tour and also Mike Zarzano, who is investigating the deep state. I'm also going to give you my Sean Morgan report, the analysis of the biggest headlines of the day, including the recall election, which is rife with fraud in California and also the aftermath of the Millie treason. So we're gonna get into all of that more right after a word from our sponsors. In early 2021, a short squeeze in silver was initiated. What does this mean? It means that individual investors can take advantage of a global supply shortage in silver, while the big banks will have to end their contracts with physical delivery of an asset that's becoming scarce to non-existent. Low supply plus high demand will cause prices to increase rapidly. The only way to take advantage of a short squeeze is to own physical silver. Call Sovereign Advisors today. They have over 27 years of experience identifying these trends. So so you can maximize your return while at the same time minimize your risk. Call them today before prices go up any further. 720-605-3900. That is our great sponsor, Sovereign Advisors, PhD uh, economist, Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's my financial advisor. I trust him with my money and he knows his stuff. He's totally awake and he's on our page when it comes to things politically. And he believes that we have an economic downturn coming and we need to get prepared. So if you want to take advantage of this free consultation, it's in the description below. All right. So Gavin Newsom will remain the governor, supposedly, in the Golden State. Uh, and this is just according to the official count, although there have been quite a few discrepancies that we're going to be getting into. And I found it interesting that Larry Elder conceded so fast, you know, with with some of the discrepancies that we're going to get into a little bit later. It was just surprising that someone would just lay over when we've we haven't fixed the problems from 2020. We haven't fixed the mail-in voting. We haven't fixed the Dominion voting machines. We haven't fixed any of that stuff. And there have been irregularities in California, and yet he just let him have it. And so the question is: Was Larry Elder, you know, controlled opposition, or is he just one of those spineless rhinos that just lets the Democrats have everything they want? We're going to find out because I believe that millions of Californians are going to demand an audit of this election as well. And so in Orange County, 52.6% win against 47.4% for the Democrats over the Republicans, the Newsom over Elder in conservative Orange County. So There's just no way that's possible. This is just 2020, November 3rd, all over again, where the polling numbers and the registered voters and the way they would vote don't line up at all. We've just got to use our common sense here. We can't be gaslit by the deep state. We need to point out these irregularities when they're just right in front of our face. So an audit is the only thing that's going to be able to prove whether this was fair or not. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And now, hopefully, we have a video that we can play right now that shows... Yes, right over my shoulder, you're seeing that there is a video of vote changes right in the middle of the CNN um, live broadcast where they've got the feed. They've got the feed of the vote tallies coming in to CNN and they're flipping and they're flipping by 351,000 votes away from uh, Elder and just disappeared. Where did they go? So... 
that's crazy. That is something that we need to pay attention to because it happened November 3rd. And I'll never forget those vote totals changing on live TV. And it happened in California with a recall election. We caught it on live TV. I just showed it to you. You saw it with your own eyes. And so this is why a forensic audit is needed. So Millie has confirmed that uh, the Bob Woodward book where he said that Millie, you know, contacted the Chinese and said, hey, we're just, we'll let you know if we're going to attack. And uh, hey, all you people in the chain of command here, if Trump tells you to use nukes, just uh, don't do it. Don't follow the commander in chief's orders. Those types of treasonous things he did not categorically deny in his official statement. He just said that he was loyal to the Constitution and he followed all the rules, but he didn't deny any of this stuff that's in the book. So it really makes you wonder what's going to happen with this guy. Is he going to be held accountable? Because according to Jack Posobiec, who has a White House official as a source, they say there are Pentagon officials that are willing to testify against him. So uh, this story is not over. Now I'd like to bring our attention to the economy in China because it looks like uh, they're in for some real trouble there. In fact, on the anniversary of the Lehman Brothers bankruptcy in the United States that was caused by Wall Street doing their gambling and their abstraction games that they do with these phony financial markets, well, they've got the same phony system in China, only it's probably 10 times worse. We're going to see if the Chinese government is going to be able to bail them out uh, like the U.S. did with our system or whether this is something that they just can't control. But the interesting thing is that you've got protesters in a communist country where they're not really allowed to protest. Uh, they've got uh, employees, you know, shareholders. They've got customers, clients of these financial products. They're actually showing up in the hundreds at their headquarters so we're going to keep you abreast of what's happening in the Chinese financial markets as it unfolds. Well, more than half of the U.S. states have vowed to fight the Biden vaccine mandate. Now, this mandate is where they say that if you are a, a business that, that employs 100 employees or more, you're going to have to require your employees to get the vaccine or to be tested regularly on your own uh, dime, you know, so you have to pay for the, that testing. And if you don't do it, you're going to get charged $14,000 per infraction. So this is the type of unconstitutional crap that the Biden administration is trying to foist onto our great small businesses and, and large businesses. And there are 27 states that have opposed this. I'm going to read them off just so you know where the states are that love freedom and also the two states where you have attorney generals that love freedom. So the governors from these states are opposed to this. Arizona, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. I know that was a mouthful. Unfortunately, only a little over half of our states believe in freedom. But there are also two attorney generals in Kentucky and Louisiana that are opposed to this, and they have quite a lot of power to, to oppose it. So the governors and the, some of these attorney generals, they're doing what they need to do to fight back against the tyranny. So that's where we're at right now, and it's still developing. 
So now, continuing on this this trend of talking about the economy, there is an interesting development in the uranium markets. So um, it is believed that uranium is going to be a part of the mix of this, you know, new economy of new energy. And uh, so Sprott, Eric Sprott, who is a resource billionaire, who has a physical silver trust where he actually does buy the physical silver and hold it in trust. He now started a physical uranium trust. And so have another, has another financial company copied him. And now there has been a run on uranium. And he's, uh, Eric Sprott is basically practically cornering the market on this resource, buying up millions of pounds of uranium. And so we're seeing multi-year highs in uranium right now. I thought that was interesting because this plays into the future uh, of our energy use and our strategic you know, weapons as well. So this is just an interesting indicator that I wanna keep my eye on. So Facebook now knows, according to a leak of a document, Facebook knows for a fact, the scientific fact, that teenage girls are more likely to suffer from depression, and suicide by just using their product Instagram. So um, this is just another example of big tech, you know, having this knowledge, knowing about it, they downplay it, and they don't seem to be doing anything about it. Their product causes suicides. Their product causes depression. And it seems like the only thing they try to do is get people more and more addicted to these products instead of helping them balance their life. So um, yeah. That's big tech for you, and the veil has fallen, and we know who they are. So the FDA is now, according to a Freedom of Information Act request uh, by Judicial Watch, they have actually purchased parts of unborn children, including baby heads and other parts, as part of experimentation done with mice. And so our own governments, our own agencies, are buying unborn baby parts, and it is a fact, and it has been exposed by Judicial Watch. This is an official Freedom of Information Act request. So um, this is what our government does, and we need to be aware of it, and this needs to be a part of the discussion for being against abortion and the policies related to that. And we are having successes in Texas uh, related to that. So. Um, it's sad, it's sobering, but it's something we need to look at so that we can solve it. Well, that is it for the Sean Morgan Report while I analyze the breaking news. We're going to go to a word from our sponsor, and we'll be back with Clay Clark from the Reawaken America Tour. Portion of your retirement portfolio from downside risk, and unlike CDs and money market accounts, they accumulate tax-deferred and can participate in the upside of market indexes. And they are probate-free and can provide an income that you can never outlive. With all the different companies, features, indexes, and benefits, which annuities do in fact offer, it can be confusing choosing which annuity is best for your unique situation. Let a company you can trust help you to select an annuity that is right for you. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. Tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. Add an annuity to your retirement portfolio and start enjoying the many benefits 
that smart investors love. Cleveland Insurance Group. Well, Clay Clark is the author of Fear Unmasked, The Truth About the Coronavirus Shutdown. He's also the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, founder of Thrive15.com, highly respected business school as seen on Forbes and Bloomberg. Let's welcome Clay Clark to the show. Hey, I appreciate you you for allowing me to be here with you. Thank you so much. You bet. So what's the latest in Clark's world? Well, I can tell you, we just sold out San Antonio for uh, the sixth Reawaken America tour and our seventh and final uh, stop that we have confirmed. Our seventh and final location is in Dallas, Texas. And at our current uh, pace, we're getting one ticket request almost every 30 seconds, a little bit, a little bit faster than that. About three per minute are coming in right now. And I encourage anybody right now, everybody right now, go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, and get your tickets to the Reawaken America Tour in Dallas, Texas. And the purpose of these events is we want to kill the spirit of fear. We want every single American to know that the models that said that 2.2 million Americans would die from COVID-19, those models are false. Those PCR tests are falsely calibrated to inflate the number of positive 19 cases. And COVID-19 is 100% treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine. That's budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can find doctors in all 50 states willing to treat you. And I'm just going to give you some stats here. Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, one of my good friends, he's treated 7,000 COVID-19 patients. Dr. Sherwood has treated 9,000 COVID-19 patients. And Dr. Jim Meehan has treated 2,700 COVID-19 patients for a total of 18,700 COVID-19 patients with a total of three deaths between just those three doctors. You can get their information, get their contact information at timetofreeamerica.com. And then what we want to do is we want to share the truth, election fraud, medical fraud, and the Great Reset. The Great Reset is a book, book written by Klaus Schwab, which is calling for the fourth Industrial Revolution, a.k.a. the Great Reset, which he says, Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, says that that the, the, the fourth industrial revolution, the Great Reset, won't change what you do for a living, and it won't really change the, the economy as much as it'll change you through gene editing, through taking the RNA-modifying nanotechnology, graphene oxide-filled COVID-19 shots. Again, those COVID-19 shots include graphene oxide RNA-modifying nanotechnology known as SM102 luciferase. And finally, we want to give people an opportunity to, once you know the truth, to pick a side. You see, we've got to get back to God, folks. We've got to understand we've got the Luciferian left, the deep state Republicans. They're trying to end the American sovereignty. They're trying to move to one world government. It's all written about in the book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. You have to pick a side. And we believe that the right side to choose is picking the side of freedom, Liberty and Jesus Christ. God did not give us a spirit of fear. So it's great that that is your whole goal here is to kill the spirit of fear and uh, give people solutions, right? Because you can't just say, hey, you know, take the mask off and, and don't worry because everything's fine. You have to actually give them solutions, which you did. You, you, you're working with doctors here. You gave a website where people can get treatment. So, so it's all good. I get probably, uh, and I'm just going to pull up my phone right now to give an example to the listeners out here. Right now, it is uh, 4.45 uh, Central Time. As I look on my phone, I have, um, it quits quits counting after 999. I have 999 plus unresponded to uh, text messages right now because people just light me up constantly wanting to know 
how to gain access to the 100% effective COVID-19 treatments and therapies. And so I would, I would encourage anybody and everybody out there, write down the following websites. That's Sherwood.tv, Sherwood.tv, and MehanMD.com, MehanMD.com. Also, you can go to TimeToFreeAmerica.com to find the doctors there when you click on the button that says the truth about the COVID-19 treatments and therapies. And another action step, another a solution I want to give people is we're all worried about our health, but what about our wealth? The government has printed over 40% 40 of the money supply. Our government has printed over 40% of the money supply in the past 18 months. Our government is printing money to buy things that they don't need with money they don't have, which is causing historic inflation. And I'm going to tell people to write this down. Before you see a complete collapse, you're always going to see epic amounts of inflation. And someone says, what? Yes. So if you, I just, I just interviewed General Flynn yesterday about this, but in Venezuela, Maduro and Chavez family, they teamed up to create software that allowed them to switch the vote. Shortly after switching the vote, what did they do? They decided to move into inflation. They're weaponizing the money supply. And so I have the facts here for you. This is in Venezuela. The prices in Venezuela in 2013 rose by 41% before spiking and jumping to a 65,000% inflation rate. Folks, they were at 41% after switching the vote. The Maduro and Chavez family switched Venezuela from a free country to a communist country. The inflation hit 41%, and then it went to 65,000%. In Tulsa, Oklahoma right now, according to Oklahoma's largest home builder, shawhomes.com, the prices in Oklahoma have gone up 150%, which is higher than 41% in Venezuela. Folks, you better buckle up right now. So if you want to protect your wealth, one recommendation I have is I'd recommend people buy. They invest in gold and silver. I'm sure your program re recommends a gold and silver buyer. Um, for years, I used to buy from goldline.com, a great company, goldline.com. Right now, people text me and they say, who's your gold and silver buyer? I buy from Andrew Sorcini. His phone number is 310-433-3524. That's 310-433-3524. So again, you want to protect your, your health. You want to protect your wealth by texting 310-433-3524. And finally, you got to get back to God, folks. You got to make sure you're in a great place right now. You've got to make sure that you and your family know the Lord and that you have a community of people who are patriotic that will stand by you during these difficult times. And that's why I encourage you to get on out to the seventh and final Reawaken America tour event in Dallas, Texas, because yes, you're going to see Mike Lindell and at, at the tour, we've had, you know, Sidney Powell and we've had Jim Caviezel and Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood's coming to Dallas. We've got General Flynn, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Judy Mikovits, Pastor Leon Benjamin, Pastor Mark Burns. We've had so many great, Pastor Greg Locke, just so many great pastors, teachers, preachers, doctors, lawyers. But what happens is once you get to these events, you're going to make connections with the remnant, connections with people that still believe in American values, people that believe that patriotism and prayer and freedom and faith are all tied together, ladies and gentlemen. You want to go right now to timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com. And by the way, you can name your price. So if you're in a tight spot right now, um, you can choose your price. You got to request those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. We just dipped under 1,500 tickets before I hopped on this interview with you. We just hopped under 1,500 tickets. And if you'll use the promo code American Media Periscope, we'd be happy to get you a 10% off discount. But again, folks, go to timetofreeamerica.com. And uh, you're working with General Flynn on raising money for the fallen Marines families. Is that right? Yes, uh, in Colorado Springs on September 24th and 25th, we've teamed up with 
Uh, Flynn and I have teamed up with One American News. One American News is running commercials right now to promote the event with Epoch Times and I believe 38 streaming partners. And so when you uh, just set it in your calendar right now, get out your phone, folks, put it in your phone, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mountain Time, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Mountain Time on September 24th and 25th, you're going to be able to team up to help raise money. We're seeking to raise a million dollars to support the surviving loved ones of those 13 military members that were ceaselessly or senselessly, senselessly killed in action there in Afghanistan. And the website you can donate to, the website you can donate to is americasfuture.net americasfuture.net a website set up by general flynn again where you can support the families of those killed in afghanistan americasfuture.net so clay you know you're doing this education you're you're showing people the facts about the pcr test about the case demic about treatment options uh can you tell me a little bit about your thoughts on on biden's latest uh policy here uh, as far as the the forced uh, the vaccination mandate, employees yeah. or more, yeah. Well, I would say this: the the COVID nineteen. If you look at COVID nineteen, right here you go. Look at the book cover. the The book cover is COVID nineteen. Stands for Certificate of Vaccination ID AI. And somebody says, I don't. I I feel like that is just a convenient thing you've came up with. Well, the one is the A, the nine is the I. Someone says, I I I, I don't uh, I don't like that. Okay, fine. Look at this. The word Corona. The word Corona has six letters in it. C is the third letter, O is the 15th, R is the 18th, O is the 15th, N is the 14th, A is the first. What is the statistical probability that the word Corona would equal 666? Another example, type into Google right now. Type in HR666. If you're listening to my voice, type in HR666. Take the challenge. Look it up in Google. Congress is working on legislation called HR666, and Congress is working on legislation HR666. Folks, HR 6666, there's four sixes. Why is Congress working on legislation called HR 6666 and HR 666? Why is Bill Gates, the owner of a patent with a publication number, W020206606? That's a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. Folks, we are living through the implementation of the Great Reset. And the same Joe Biden, whose son uh, is a, a no-talent a uh, person who was kicked out of the military for doing drugs. And uh, somehow China invested $1 billion in a man without talent who was kicked out of the military for drug use. Again, China invested in Hunter Biden. That same Hunter Biden who has that insane satanic laptop filled with illicit sex acts and crimes against humanity. That Hunter Biden has been compromised. And that Joe Biden, that President Joe Biden, he's been compromised as well. And Joe Biden is simply implementing the wishes of the Chinese Communist Party, George Soros, Bill Gates, and China. So what do I think about the Gates? Uh, it's all part of the Great Reset. And everybody out there, you must comply. You must not comply. You must not comply or America will die. Everybody out there, you must not comply or America will die. Ladies and gentlemen, we must fight back. Absolutely, Clay. I like your spirit and I like what you're doing. Is there anything else you want to let people know about before we wrap up? Yeah, I would just say right now, again, my, my big thing I want to do, I'm always trying to be very practical for people. I encourage everybody, you want to protect your wealth and your health. How do you protect your health? I encourage you to write down the website, time to freeamerica.com. Time to freeamerica.com. When you go there, you can click on the button that says the truth about the COVID-19 uh, treatments. 
boom, you can find doctors in all 50 states. Again, if you want to protect your your wealth, and, and somebody out there, I know somebody out there is, it, there's, we're in such a time of scamockery. Everybody, you don't want to be buying uh, gold and silver from someone who's going to take advantage of you right now. You want to protect your wealth. I encourage you to reach out to Andrew Sorcini, 310-433-3524, 310-433-3524. And finally, I encourage you to go to timetofreeamerica.com and request those final tickets to Dallas, Texas. We're on the verge of selling out, and I would hate for you to miss out on this historic opportunity to reawaken America and the world. Thank you so much, Clay. Love what you're doing. Everybody take advantage of these uh, tickets before they run out in Dallas. And it'd be a, an opportunity of a lifetime to, like like Clay said, you know, connect with the remnant and, and, and strategize and be inspired as well. Thank you, Clay. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you for all the work you guys do at American Media Periscope. You bet. Next, we're going to have Mike Zarzano, who investigates the deep state right after a word from our sponsor. Beans again. Did somebody say hungry? Pistol Beats Jerky at PistolBeatsJerky.com. A herd of delicious flavors. Break Bronco Busting Hunger. Lasso up your order at PistolBeatsJerky.com. Thanks, Pistol Pete. I made it myself. PistolBeatsJerky.com. Tell them Pete sent you. Mike Sarzano is a self-employed entrepreneur who has owned businesses in the field of real estate, construction, manufacturing, and trucking. For the past 34 years, Mike has also been a deep state investigator and political demolition expert, demolishing political tyranny. Let's bring Mike onto the show. How you doing, hey, Mike? good evening. Yeah, good. Thanks for having us on here. I appreciate it. You bet. I know that you've been big into 9-11 truth. Tell me what got you into that. Well, it uh, many years ago, I uh, had the opportunity to meet some people that were in the engineering fields, and they woke me up. I took the red pill uh, many years ago before there was a red pill, and uh, as I investigated the situation with 9-11, uh, it became more and more uh, strange and unbelievable, and it uh, provoked me to continue. And today, here we are 21 years later, and nobody has uh, really done anything about it. The government continues to tell the people the conspiracy theory narrative. Uh, they tell them every year on September 11th to remember. And certainly we must remember those who suffered and died and in, in the tragedy and the crime but we need to start realizing that the narrative the government has told us is a big lie. And this is confirmed by many people around the world with evidence that demands a verdict. And um, today, uh, here we are, you know, just a few days after the 20th anniversary, and uh, they're talking about having a trial in uh, Guantanamo, Gitmo. And uh, there is no concrete date set. Um, the people that they have at, at Guantanamo are nothing but Harvey Oswalds, uh, patsies. So 
uh, I'd like to talk about uh, the Jersey Girls. The Jersey Girls are a group of women that demanded the evidence be investigated. And finally, uh, 20 years later, they're getting some attention that will probably result in a new investigation, hopefully. Um, we have provided a video. I believe it's uh, video number three. I would like to show the people out there because many people, Sean, are totally unaware of the crime of 9-11. They have bought the hook, line, and sinker of the government uh, and the news media, the fake news. They have cooperated in this grand delusion for many years. And we uh, are in the middle of a great awakening. And this truly needs to be seen and heard by everyone. So if we could, uh, let's go to clip number three and listen to the victims' families of the crime of 9-11. This government has made me a victim of conspiracy theories because they haven't answered fully or allowed anyone to ask the true questions of September 11th. There was no sleeping at the beginning because we were grieving, it was hard to lay down. So I would spend all night just researching. Our families didn't want us asking these questions. That was painful. We should just be grieving and healing. Well, part of our healing process is finding out exactly what happened. We felt that the country was at risk from terrorists and from incompetence, and um, maybe worse. We wanted a commission that was going to be independent, nothing to do with the government because we were going to have to investigate the government. They're the agencies that failed on 9-11 across the board. We went door to door in Congress and the Senate and got told, don't worry about it. They're gonna do their own hearings. You know what, the agencies will investigate themselves. They'll have their own internal reports. Leaders in Congress said, don't worry, we're going to investigate 9-11. So the women were stunned when President Bush convinced Congress to back off. He reportedly told congressional leaders that a sweeping investigation might distract from the government's war on terrorism. Then the women heard that some frustrated legislators were trying to launch another broader investigation. But the president and his allies in Congress were trying to block that. And that's when the women got together and said... Let's organize a protest in Washington. We need a full independent investigation. We must ask the tough questions and seek out the difficult answers. That was the first time we all got together in, uh, in, in a new direction to push for the commission. Sharing many of the same questions and concerns, a coalition of family members began to take form. Its goal, a formal investigation. The New Jersey women and a handful of other survivors had a series of meetings at the White House. Some were reportedly rather heated, but in the end, President Bush changed his position. I will never understand why it took us a year to fight for something that only makes good sense. You fail, you want to find out what you did wrong, and you want to fix it. President Bush had at first opposed any independent commission 
but he reversed himself under pressure from the families of 9-11 victims. President Bush signed legislation today creating an independent commission to investigate the September 11th attack on America. The president named a supporter, Dr. Henry Kissinger, Secretary of State in the Nixon and Ford administrations, to head the panel. He has a penchant for secrecy, which is not what's needed here. There are questions about his role in Vietnam, his role in the coup in Chile. Several family members approached Kissinger and requested a meeting at his office in New York. Prior to the meeting, Kristen Breitweiser conducted a thorough investigation of Kissinger's potential conflicts of interest. Probably much to the chagrin of some of the people in the room, Lori asked some very pointed questions. Would you have any Saudi American clients that you would like to tell us about? And he was very uncomfortable, kind of twisting and turning on the couch. And then she asked whether he had any clients by the name of bin Laden. And he just about fell off his couch. Former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger stepped down from the position Friday. We thought the meeting went well. From the outset, many families were concerned by how the investigation was being conducted. We begged and pleaded that people should be put under oath. At the beginning, they were not. As the hearings progressed, the families were becoming more and more frustrated by what they perceived as softball questioning from the commissioners. We have certain questions that we, families, wrote for each of the people that were coming to testify today. And the questions weren't asked. Complete waste of time. It was a, a bunch of people throwing accolades at each other and asking the same questions one after the other. Skirting around issues, not being uh, defined enough in their questions. It's a stonewall. It's a cover-up. As far as I'm concerned, I'm very bitter, I'm very angry. No one was prepared for what they then uncovered about Philip Zelikow, the executive director of the 9-11 Commission. He not only served on the transition team of the uh, Bush administration, that he was an individual who wrote the preemptive war strategy that was eventually used for the war in Iraq. We want him to resign. Philip Zelikow refused to resign, and Chairman Keene dismissed the family's concerns over conflicts of interest. Tim Romer is a member of this commission. Romer says the commission wouldn't exist if it weren't for the four New Jersey widows. President Bush was quick to use 9-11 to build up his image. At the same time, he is refusing to cooperate fully with the commission investigating the attacks on America. All right, so what are your thoughts on the video we just played, Mike? Well, Sean, that's actually a small clip from a uh, a very excellent documentary called 9-11 Questions. And we have it up on our website, countycongress.com. And we would ask everyone that has not seen it or has not understood and, and uh, digested the crime of 9-11 in truth, we would ask you to watch that one short video and, and let it help you understand the information that has been withheld from America and the world for that matter, those ladies, the Jersey girls, they um, are really to be commended in the, greatest, in the greatest way because if it weren't for them and some others involving the architects and engineers, we would not know the truth about this crime. And the people involved that uh, perpetuated the warmongering uh, crime of the Gulf War and the um, Afghanistan war. These are the people that were part of the PNAC uh, group. That's the project for a new American century. And these were the neoconservatives. They infiltrated the 
uh, Reagan administration, and they held over all the way into the Bush, uh, uh, Daddy Bush uh, administration, and they came to full fruition in uh, Baby Bush's administration. And these are people like uh, William Crystal, uh, Robert Kagan, Donald Rumsfeld, Dick Cheney, um, who else? Uh, John Bolton and um, uh, uh, Dov Zakheim. And there's a string of others that uh, I can't remember all their names, but these people are part of the military industrial project or complex, military industrial complex that Dwight Eisenhower warned us about. And even Kennedy uh, in some cryptic manner warned us about the same. And people need to understand that these people are all about money and they and power, and they will get it in any way they can, whatever they got to do to get it. And this is a document right here I'm holding up, uh, Rebuilding America's Defenses, Strategy, Forces, and Resources for a New American Century. And let me just read to everyone on page 51, one sentence. This is what they conclude concluded in this document, Rebuilding America's Defenses. On page 51, they said that um, the process of transformation is likely to be a long one, absent some catastrophic and catalyzing event, like a new Pearl Harbor. And this is exactly what they did, folks. They created a war so that they would have a narrative to spend a lot of your tax money and gaining power and riches and wealth to control you and the rest of the country. And this is exactly what gave rise to the event of 9-11. They uh, used this war just like the military industrial complex did during Vietnam. They created a false narrative. They claimed that our ships were attacked by the North Vietnamese when they were not attacked. But uh, because the military industrial complex also owns the fake media, the fake news, and if they don't own it, they have their power brokers within that, that sphere. So they were able to control the narrative. And this is what we're up against, folks. This is a new America. It's not the same country that your grandfather and your uncle knew. This is a country that has been invaded by both domestic and foreign enemies. And they are collaborating to overthrow this country by multiple means. And this election absolutely. fraud that we... Uh, I'm sorry? I, I was just going to say absolutely. I, I agree. And I do want to get into the election fraud. But I just thought I would bring up the fact that this botched withdrawal from Afghanistan makes the, all of the investment of trillions of dollars. Basically, it's down the toilet. It was for nothing. We're worse off than we were 20 years ago. It was all for nothing. I do want to discuss with you about the Afghanistan withdrawal. But first, let's let's talk about these uh, grand jury inquests that, that you're, you've been talking about on, on, on your site. Yeah, after the election uh, was exposed as a criminal uh, crime scene uh, of evidence, we began to realize that this was a job for the grand jury. And a lot of people might not understand how the grand jury can be used to bring us justice. But this 
This was the exact weapon that the founders gave us as a last peaceful resort. And the grand jury is simply an institution whereby we, the people, at either the federal level, the state level, or even the county level, can convene a group of jury members in the form of a grand jury to investigate or hold an inquisition or an inquest. And this is exactly what we need to do. Uh, Countycongress.com and our associates have filed in eight different states uh, in federal district court uh, a demand for a grand jury to be convened at the federal level. And this is exactly what we need to do because, first of all, we don't have to spend our own money uh, to hold the grand jury, to convene an inquest. If you sue, then you got to buy attorneys, you got to spend a lot of money in evidence, and it's a very, very difficult road to follow. But when we convene the grand jury, we use our taxpayer money to investigate what the government didn't investigate, what the government refused to investigate, and what the courts denied our president. The very Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, has denied the people and the people's president their, their day in court of due process. And this is a very high treasonous crime. And, and these people will be held accountable in the future. So what we're asking people to do, and we, we want to thank the AMP Network, because on our, on our day of launch on April 19th, which was the 246th anniversary of Lexington and Concord, we launched on your network. And we would like to certainly thank you for that. And we just want to let the people know that you can participate in demanding grand juries. All you have to do is go on the website, countycongress.com and go to the, the navigation bar and click on Grand Juries. And then you will see we have eight different grand jury petitions for eight different states in eight different federal court jurisdictions. All you have to do is digitally fill them out and then download the hard copy for your own copy and then send the original via certified mail, registered mail or priority mail at your local uh, post office so that it is documented. You can fill out just one and, and keep in mind, it will cost you uh, eight, nine, 10 bucks to send priority or certified. But we really need you to fill out all eight of them if you can, because folks, there is no issue of jurisdiction in this matter. We all have been defrauded. We all are a victim of a crime in a presidential election. So the standing of, of this matter is not a country. We all have standing in every single state, in every single county to demand a grand jury investigate what the federal government has refused to do. In other words, in other words it doesn't matter where people live, right? They can they can do this for all eight states. You're doing this. So if they do that, uh, what's the next step after after following those instructions? Well, we we are patiently waiting uh, for dialogue with the federal court districts. We have a judge, a former judge that is uh, kind of overseeing this project, Operation Grand Jury. 
and um, we are simply waiting. And we uh, believe that uh, if we get enough people to make enough noise and push back, we will get the results that we need. And that is a grand jury inquest be convened by the jury of our peers, the people in the counties, in the states that uh, want to have this crime examined. And that's exactly what it is. It, it's a crime. And it, it is a crime of epic proportions. It is the most important issue in the land right now besides God and abortion. There is nothing more important than having our election uh, system examined because, Sean, if we don't have an honest election, we have a banana republic. And everybody yeah, it's already happening in California. <laughs> yeah, once they steal it once, they're just going to keep on stealing it forever till we fix it. So if people follow the instructions, they, they send in this document, we're, we're, we're trying to get these grand juries convened. Who's making the decision and if it gets convened or not? Can we put pressure on those decision makers? Yeah, the federal court. And you can also contact your congressman. Uh, contact, uh, especially contact the Freedom Caucus. Uh, contact people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Jim Jordan. The Freedom Caucus is the strongest backbone of the Republican Party. Stay away from your rhino types the Republican club types, the, the rhino Republican country club uh, Republicans, uh, Rush Limbaugh used to call them. Stay away from those. Talk to the real McCoy, the real Republican people in the various uh, congressional districts. Those are the people that you want to get involved because they've got backbone, they've got testicular fortitude, and those are the type that will fight for you, not the rhinos. Are the I agree. Any, any other uh, updates related to election fraud that you're working on? Well, down here in Florida, uh, Southwest Florida, we are, we are uh, doing a lot of canvassing like they did in Arizona. And several of the groups uh, with Defend Florida and others are finding much evidence of criminal activity. And we plan to also ask for grand juries at the county level and the state level. And this is a, a project that we're already starting on and uh, we're about to get started here in the next week or so. But the evidence is overwhelming, Sean. The, the, the facts that they're finding out are undeniable. Criminal activity took place on a grand scale, uh, oh, yeah. collaborative effort to, to, to conspire yeah. and defraud the election. This, this is not just rhetoric. I mean, we had Defend Florida on the show last week. They showed us the stats. The Maricopa County, they just released their canvassing results. Uh, we've got the numbers to back this up. Tell me about your uh, new project, No Audit, No Budget. Oh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, no Audit, No Budget, or No Audit equals No Budget. This is a strategy we feel that could really be powerful. You know, there is a budget that is about to be voted on, and there's a lot of controversy and um, in this uh, decision. And we need to make hay out of this issue. We need to stop this budget from being voted on if they are not willing to give us a forensic audit. We must demand, before this budget is passed, we must demand a forensic audit in at least eight of the states where the crimes occurred that we know of. Really, we would like to have a forensic audit in every state 
to be conclusive and, and determine exactly what happened in every single state. But if you go to our website, we have the article posted there, uh, no audit, no budget. And it spells it out quite basically. Uh, we need to persuade the Freedom Caucus members, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan, et cetera, to uh, refuse to agree to a budget uh, unless they're willing to include funding uh, in the budget to pay for a forensic audit. And we also need funds allocated for any type of litigation that might uh, take place. It's time that our Congress votes us, the people, money to defend our government, our country, our way of life. You know, instead of them voting themselves these pork packages, we need them to vote us money. It's time that the, the fox stop guarding the hen house and let the people guard the hen house with grand jury inquest. Absolutely. So at the beginning of the show, we talked about how the 9-11 uh, botched government response and possibly inside job led to spending trillions of dollars, basically seems like a money laundering operation. All the money went into the wrong hands. Now we got 80 some billion dollars worth of advanced uh, equipment, biometric data of our allies in the hands of adversaries. Uh, China's got access to rare earth minerals. Uh, you know, it's just the worst case scenario. We've got fallen soldiers. We've got still got an ongoing hostage situation. This is beyond incompetence. This is treason. And now this stuff with Milley came out where he's seemed to have committed treason. Uh, what are your thoughts on this situation? Well, it's, it's a foreign policy catastrophe. It's clearly treasonous. Uh, these people need to be held accountable. And folks, everyone listening right now, you need to understand that if there was ever a time for you to get involved in your government, that time is right now. Make no mistake about it. You must get involved. I urge you to begin getting involved in your local county commissioner meetings. Meet up with your local uh, Tea Party groups. Find out where they, they are. Find out the good Republican club meetings. Find out who the rhino clubs are. And unfortunately, uh, there are many. But be sure to identify with real Republican people, not the counterfeits. We have been infiltrated in the Republican Party by counterfeit masqueraders. And it's just so important that you get connected with true patriot American people. And this is so vitally important, folks. This General Milley, uh, you know, he clearly committed treason. He's not, he's not, he's violating law when he contacts the CCP counterpart, uh, his Joint Chief of Staff counterpart. That was clearly against law, clearly against uh, 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 laws of treason. This is so serious, folks. We, he's he's an advisor to the commander in chief, right? He's not supposed to be doing that. And then to make matters worse, he wasn't just saying, hello, let's build some friendly relations. He was saying, I will let you know in advance if the United States is going to attack you. Yeah, yeah. Folks, this is beyond a catastrophe. This is, uh, you know, our worst nightmare come true. You really need to pinch yourself, folks, and realize this is not a dream or not a nightmare, but it's reality. And this is so, so very important that everyone get involved. Make a difference. Get busy calling your congressman. Explain how angry you are. 
and make them hold these people accountable. It's just that simple, folks. You must act. We cannot sit idly by and let this happen. Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your children, think of these things, people. Please. It must happen. Yeah, I, I want to I stress that the multiple crimes that, that Millie committed, even though we did go over it in the, the monologue at the beginning, but I think when people hear it a couple of times, it starts to sink in here. He also, General Milley also told people in the chain of command not to follow the commander in chief's orders related to nuclear weapons. So he was asking yep. them to stand down against our adversaries in case that was going on. So, uh, and this is the yes, same he, guy that was talking about how he has he was very interested in white rage. You know, this he's very interested in critical race theory. I mean, any thoughts on the woke military that he is basically representing? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's a perfect example of the woke culture in the military. You know, we have it in civilian life out here in the country, but it's also infected and invaded the military. And that's a prime example. Folks, we our tax dollars paid for over $80 billion in equipment that was left there for the enemy to utilize. They didn't even try to destroy it. You know, our government could have destroyed the, the equipment that we left there, but they didn't. They left it in good operating condition. This is just unthinkable. Hey, Sean, could we go to uh, clip number two with Rand Paul uh, yesterday during the hearing with uh, Secretary of State Blinken. I think the people will be quite amazed when they hear uh, what Rand Paul had to say to uh, Mr. Blinken. Clip number two. But never in my worst nightmares could I have imagined that an administration would leave and leave $80 billion worth of weaponry to the Taliban. Dozens of planes and helicopters, thousands of armored carriers, hundreds of thousands of automatic weapons, and worst of all, 13 of our brave young men and women. Never in my worst nightmares did anyone or conceive of such a colossal incompetence. Abandoning Bagram Air Force Base will be remembered as one of the worst military decisions in our history. Holding no one accountable, having everyone circle the wagons and say, hey, we all agreed abandoning Bagram Air Force Base was a great idea. This is going to be remembered by the people. Holding no one accountable for letting the base go, it will be remembered. To add insult to injury, this week you've now released $64 million in aid to Afghanistan. Don't we have some prohibition against giving aid and comfort to the enemy? Now, the argument from the Biden administration is, oh, we're giving it to charities, and it's for the good of the people, for poor people, and for women. Well, the Taliban has a history of taking this. Throughout their governance, they would take the money. This was a big complaint we had when they were in power the last time. They now have $80 billion worth of weapons, 350,000 automatic weapons. Do we really, are we really naive enough to believe that we're just going to keep sending charity to Afghanistan and they're not going to interrupt it? I think that's a foolish notion. The $64 million, though, is the tip of the iceberg. There's still about $10 billion out there that was designated for the Afghan government. Can you pledge today without equivocation that the Biden administration will not release any of this money to the Taliban? Uh, absent the Taliban, making good on the uh, commitments and expectations of the uh, international community that I've outlined uh, previously, that's correct. Maybe we could deduct a fee for the weapons they took. 
So, uh, Senator, uh, on the uh, on the weapons, again, I'll defer to my, my colleagues at the Pentagon who are more expert in this. Uh, you're right that about uh, $80 billion worth of weaponry has been provided over the course of the last 15 or 16 years. Uh, much of that, uh, the, the significant weaponry, planes, helicopters, is actually inoperable, will soon become inoperable because it can't be maintained. In terms of the strategic threat that that weapon reposes, uh, it doesn't to us or to Afghanistan's neighbors. But you, but you can't say you're not going to give them the money. If they behave, you're going to give them the money. Why don't we subtract the $80 billion from the $10 billion you're going to give them? Then they're minus 70 still. I mean, really, the fact that you're entertaining good behavior that they'll get more money, I think is a big mistake and a naive notion that we're going to somehow change this Stone Age philosophy by giving them more of our money. We've sunk trillions of dollars over this. our chance to have a peace dividend. Let's quit sending good money after bad. The guy the Biden administration droned, was he an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative? Uh, the administration is, of course, reviewing that, uh, that strike. Uh, and I'm sure that a you know full assessment will be will be forthcoming. So you don't know if it was an aid worker or an ISIS K operative. Uh, I can't speak to that, and I can't speak to that in this setting in any event. So you don't know or won't tell us. Uh, I don't. I don't know because we're reviewing it. Well, see, you'd think you'd kind of know before you off somebody with a Predator drone, whether he's an aid worker or he's an ISIS-K. See, the thing is, is this isn't just you. It's been going on for administration after administration. The Obama administration droned hundreds and hundreds of people. And the thing is, is there is blowback to that. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I see these pictures of these beautiful children that were killed in the attack. If that's true and not propaganda, if that's true, guess what? Maybe you created hundreds or thousands of new potential terrorists from bombing the wrong people. So you got to know who you, we can't sort of have an investigation after we kill people. We have an investigation before we kill people. We've got plenty of bombs. We can bomb almost anything we want from anywhere in the world. Maybe we should have bombed the helicopters and the planes that we left behind. I mean, even though you said you didn't know any of this and it was all a surprise, once they took all of our stuff, we should have said you got 20 minutes to get out of it because we're going to blow it all up. Then you would have sent a message of strength. Instead, we bombed somebody who we're not sure whether it was an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative. See, that's not, a, that's not sending a signal of strength. And in the end, there will be more blowback from it. If you killed an aid worker on accident, I mean, do you think we're better off because of that? You really could have acted in a position of strength, but you could have made the basic decision, that the basic fundamental decision that, that really ruined the whole thing for you was a, a military decision to abandon Bagram Air Force Base before, before you left, before the Americans were out. Anybody can argue, and you may have a point that it happened quick, more quickly than we thought it was going to happen. Okay, that's an honest mistake. Still a huge mistake. And when people make judgments, mistakes in the military, they ought to be relieved of their post. But leaving Bagram Air Force Base, I think, is an unforgivable sort of mistake. It's going to be remembered in history. But if you do nothing about it, you leave all these people in place and say, oh, well, we all agreed. It's like, then maybe everybody needs to go. I mean, but really, it was a terrible mistake. But releasing money to the Taliban will add insult to injury. It'll be terrible for the memory of the 13 soldiers who died in the end, who were the final soldiers to die in this war, if you end up giving money to the, the people that, uh, you know, have been ruining the Middle East and Afghanistan for decades. I hope you won't release the money, and I think it'll be a big mistake. Wow, that's sobering. Just it's so absurd that you can see Rand Paul is just kind of laughing to himself because he just 
the absurdity of it all is kind of overwhelming to him. And yet you want to cry at the same time because we're talking about loss of life here of many of our soldiers over the last 20 years, not to mention the 13 from just a few weeks ago. And now we've got an ongoing hostage situation that they didn't even bring up. Why aren't they mentioning the fact that there are still hundreds of Americans there and that the administration has been blocking attempts for private uh, contractors and getting the heck out of there? Yeah, that's an excellent question. It's damaging. They do not want any information that is damaging. The truth is damaging to this criminal regime, and they do not want truth. And that's exactly why they are evading the election audits. They are evading the crime of 9-11, and they are evading the evidence that is now surfacing from this premature exit from Afghanistan. This is an absolute uh, foreign policy nightmare. And these people need to be held accountable, folks. We need to weaponize the anger and the angst that is widespread throughout this country right now. We need to weaponize this as a tool, a weapon to, to accomplish uh, justice uh, in this criminal enterprise. Folks, I, I just uh, can't reiterate enough how important it is for people to get involved. You might think going to your county commission uh, board might not be uh, an effective way to do something. Let me tell you something. Those county commissioners are in frequent contact with your state legislature and your Congress people. So please understand going to your county commission board twice a month, find out when the meetings are, sign up to speak for non agenda items. You heard Sidney Powell, you heard General Mike Flynn, both of them tell everyone that they need to get involved at their local level. Down here in the Southwest Florida area, we are becoming a, a crucible for the resistance. There are so many things happening down here in the great state of uh, Florida, and uh, we are trying to report on them on the website, and we will be doing more of that in the future. If you happen to live down in the, in the Florida area, on our website, we have several of the, the best groups that we are recommending people to get involved with. They are on the site uh, under uh, strategies and tactics. Uh, we have a large list of groups that we recommend. And then we also have uh, groups that are recommended for meetings, uh, groups that hold regular meetings, uh, town hall and assembly type meetings. Uh, they debate and discuss policy and future activities. These are the type of people you need to get involved with that are doing the work of the resistance. We are in a war, folks. It's just that simple. Right now, it's a soft war, and we don't want it to go hard. We want it to remain soft and, and, and based on you know, determinations of policy. And that's why it's so important for you to go to your local Republican clubs as well. Uh, many of these clubs have good people trapped in a bad club. Uh, unfortunately, many of these clubs are filled with country club Republicans. If you ever listen to Rush Limbaugh, he taught us all very well what that meant to be a country club Republican. You're a waste of human flesh. Those types of people are what's wrong with the Republican Party. We need to make those people be gone. And we can do that by uh, shining the light of truth in their midst and get fellow Republicans that are strong and courageous to go with you. And eventually you will win. They will not withstand the truth, uh, uh, the light of the truth. So I, I just hope- There's a lot more of us. 
That's right. <laughs> There's a lot more of That's us right. than there are of them. And I know that a lot of people watching right now, when they see what we showed regarding the vote switching in California, regarding 9-11, when we talk about Afghanistan, it's heart-wrenching, it's infuriating, and you can take all that emotion and you can just be upset about it and you can internalize it and hurt yourself. Or you can go to your website, look at the tactics, and start doing something about it, and you're going to feel a lot better. That's right, Sean. And many of these groups we have listed uh, under tactics and strategies are national groups that you can get involved with. And uh, in the state of Florida, they have uh, many of these groups have uh, 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 presence in uh, almost every single county. And this is what it's going to take. You know, when our founders knew that the tyranny of Great Britain was approaching, they began organizing the colonies county by county. They had counties in those colonies, and that's how they created districts of representation by the county. And this is where we, the people in the grassroots, are the strongest. This is where we have the ability to create power, very strong power, and get organized yes. and, and have, have camaraderie among your fellow patriots in your county. It's so yeah, you're going to realize because if you're at home watching this by yourself, you feel alone. You think you feel like you're the only one. You feel like, oh, it's just it's just Sean and Mike and myself that feel like this. But then when you get out there, take off the mask and you go out there into the world and you start going to these groups, you start realizing, wow, there's a lot of patriots out there. You know, if we all get together, we're powerful. So. Uh, can you tell right. us again where people can go to access your resources and anything important, any important action steps that they should take to wrap up here? Yeah, one of the greatest um, uh, points that needs to be made tonight is where is the church? You know, in, in the days prior to the Revolutionary War, it was the church and the pastors that were doing the recruiting, the black robed regiment. They were recruiting. The, the soldiers and, and the, the leaders in, in the resistance. And I would like to pose the question to the churches today. Where are you? You are missing in action. The fight is raging and we rarely hear from a, a minister or a preacher or a pastor. Please, we need your help. But uh, to answer your question, Sean, just uh, go to our website, navigate around on it. We, we've got several different selections and categories. And um, just get a, get a good understanding about the institution of the grand jury. We've got three different essays, lengthy essays, ranging in 20 to 30 pages, all the way up to about 300 pages in a book. Uh, just get familiar with the history and, and the doctrine of the institution called the grand jury, how it works. Everybody remembers Antony Scalia before he was murdered. Uh, Antony Scalia wrote the majority opinion uh, in the Williams, uh, United States versus Williams. This was the main case that galvanized we the people's right to form and, and convene a grand jury. So get familiar with that case, United States versus Williams. And we have all that information on the website. We have the eight different grand jury petitions in eight different federal court districts that you can be a part of. You can download them, fill them out, uh, and, and send them in certified mail, registered or priority, and be a part of this resistance. This is a lawful effort, a constitutional duty 
of every American that is alive today. You need to know what happened in this election. The evidence is indicating there was fraud. We want to prove if that is true or false. And the probable cause has already rose to extreme high levels. There is no controversy about probable cause. We have plenty. So folks, please get involved. If you have any questions, we have a phone contact on the website. We also have emails that you can contact us by uh, AmericanFreedomFarm at gmail.com. Uh, we also have another uh, email, uh, CharlotteCountyCongress at gmail.com if you're in the Southwest Florida area. Please contact us and we'll, we'll get you directed into a group in your area that you can get busy and active in resisting this tyranny, folks. It is so very, very important. And again, Sean, we want to thank the AMP Network. We are so thankful for, for the work that you guys do. And we just pray every day for your success. And we want to encourage everyone to, to get involved with the network. Patronize the supporters. Uh, if you want to invest in gold or silver, go to Sovereign Advisors. Kurt will be happy to help you out. We, we just can't say enough for AMP Media, AMP uh, Network. Thanks, Sean. Thank you so much. I loved how you talked about duty. It's a word that people don't talk about it enough. You hear the leftists talking about their rights all the time, but rarely does anyone talk about duty. This is so much bigger than ourselves. This is about our future generations. We got to save this republic so that they can live in freedom, not just for ourselves, but for them. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, you're a true patriot. Uh, we're going to go to a word from our sponsor. We'll be back for the time while I will make sense of the madness with my final thoughts. In early 2021, a short squeeze in silver was initiated. What does this mean? It means that individual investors can take advantage of a global supply shortage in silver, while the big banks will have to end their contracts with physical delivery of an asset that's becoming scarce to non-existent. Low supply plus high demand will cause prices to increase rapidly. The only way to take advantage of a short squeeze is to own physical silver. Call Sovereign Advisors today. They have over 27 years of experience identifying these trends. So so you can maximize your return while at the same time minimize your risk. Call them today before prices go up any further. 720-605-3900. Well, the situation is dire to say the very least. When we w listen to the monologue at the beginning about what's going on with, with California fraud, with Millie, we talked about the Afghanistan withdrawal, saw the information about 9-11, how you know, that, that was trillions of dollars down the drain and American lives that were lost for nothing just so some people could get rich. And now our country is being stolen right beneath us. This is beyond an emergency situation. The building is on fire and we need to do something about it. And luckily our guests came on and gave us a very specific action list that we can do with our constitutional power. So check out his website and his resources so you can learn more about that. Um, so we have to do it for the for the future generations. You know, in this big, beautiful world we live in, you know, only a small minority of people are actually evil. And there is this counterforce that's so much larger and it's going against that evil. In the end, we know that God wins. And you are part of the answer, you know, you who are watching this right now. So if you have access to this information, you're 
part of the like top 1% in the world as far as awakened people. That's And when you share it, you're awakening all of humanity. So you can make a big difference right now in this great awakening. Thank you for watching AmericanMediaPeriscope.net. We're America's only uh, Patriot-only super channel. And uh, I want to make sure you know about tomorrow's guests. We've got uh, citizen journalist Dr James Grunvig and Alexander Bruce. They're going to pr be presenting their latest research, uh, exposing the deep state. And next up is Pete Santilli at 7 p.m. Eastern. God bless all you patriots. Good night.